Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Seven in the books. Week eight is now here. It's now among us, right here in the fantasy football rewind. My name's Tony Cicada. We're getting all fired up. We're getting ready and raring to go, and get you ready for week eight. Making sure you got everything you need to be successful. Right? We want to make sure you got it all. When we're talking about getting it all, it's a tough, tough world we live in. This fantasy world, man, it keeps changing time and time again. It keeps becoming crazier and crazier. So you just never know what to do. Never know where to put it. And I gotta tell you, it's a tough, tough fantasy world. Jets and the Dolphins put up big points. 59 points. That's the Jets and the Dolphins. And then again, we didn't expect a lot of points. The Vikings and the Ravens. Vikings 24, Ravens 16. And the story in this game was Latavius Murray, 18 for 113 and a touchdown. Latavius Murray's not dead, people. He saw it was dead. I wouldn't have never played him. I wouldn't have won him on my roster. But, man, what an effort for Murray. And Jarek McKinnon only had 14 for 47. He had three catches for 10 yards. So we got you eight points there. Uh, Jerry's right, 354. Kyle Rudolph, 5 for 43. Adam Thielen only had 5 for 41. LeCron Tweadwell, uh, 3 for 28. For the Ravens, Joe Flacco was terrible. 27 for 39, 186 in the touchdown. He had five sacks in the game. He had a QBR of 15. Alex Collins led the rushes for Baltimore, 10 for 30. Uh, Buck Allen was 6 for 20. Uh, Buck Allen did have eight catches, though, for 29 yards. So in PPR leagues, he rung it up there. Uh, you had Ben Watson, 5 for 36 in that one. And then you say Chris Moore as 2 for 36 and a touchdown. Chris Moore. Chris Moore was targeted eight times in this game. So I don't know. I don't want to go all in on the Ravens offense. So I'm not saying that uh, Chris Moore is a guy. That's going to be worthy of anything. And remember, Anquan Bolden was not in this game. Wallace got injured during the game. Uh, so this is uh, going to be a lot different once we get uh, people back, people where they belong. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Closing the door on Week 7, making sure you get ready for Week 8. We'll take a break and we'll come back for more 
We'll break down more of Week 7 on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number Number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Tony, I ride a pony. That's what I used to say back in the day. I used to do some crazy things, right? I tell my kids these nursery rhymes that I just made up that were so stupid, so crazy. The Ravens, a fantasy dumpster. That's what they are. Baltimore Ravens equal fantasy dumpster. Now, maybe some more overanalyzation. Like Dak Prescott. I thought he was a guy that was a top five quarterback this week. Then I talked myself out of it because I said, oh, they're going to run all over him. Well, they can do both. Prove it. Uh, Dak Prescott proved that. 16 for 25, three touchdowns, 234 yards passing. Then he ran for one, four for 26, four touchdowns total for Dak. Ezekiel Elliott still got his, 26 for 147, two touchdowns. And then the other receivers getting it done. Everybody got to play in this game. So Rod Smith carried uh, eight catch, eight runs for 61 yards. Albert Morris, two for 15. Ezekiel Elliott had one catch, 72-yard reception. Des Bryant, seven for 63, a touchdown. Jason Witten, four for 54, a touchdown. Beasley, Morris, Swaim, Smith, Switzer all had one catch. For San Francisco, CJ as Dane Dane Martinez of the Lineup Luck Show brought to you by DailyRoto.com, which is on 67 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and Fantasy Freestyle. He calls him CJ Beats Hard. I don't know if that's appropriate, man. Dane Martinez, that's not appropriate. You can't say that about CJ Bethard. You can't say he beats hard. It's inappropriate. He's got parents did that 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 is not right don't say that anymore be nice be nice the 2018s are because you can't be saying that about cj 
beats hard. Now I can't. Now every time I hear CJ beats hard, I mean Bathard or Bathard, I can't. I can't think of anything else but say, saying that. So Dane Martinez, you suck. Fantasy freestyle, you suck. Lineup lock, you suck. enough i think dan gets the dan martinez fantasy freestyle host and of course the host with me at the lineup block show brought to you by dailyroto.com i hope he gets the message right right you gotta be nice you can't be doing that man you can't be the guy at all that is uh, saying, hey, be nice. Say nice things. Make nice nicknames for people. Nice nicknames, Dane. We want nice people for San Francisco. You had C.J. Bathard. There you go, Dane. Bathard. 22 for 38, 235, but he ran for 30 yards and had a touchdown run. Carlos Hyde. 14 for 68. Matt Breida, 3 for 5. Marquise Goodwin. This kid could play. 4 for 80. He could fly. Pierre Gasson, 5 for 49. Um, Taylor, 5 for 39. Carlos Hyde also ran, caught four passes for 20 yards. Single catches by Kittle. Everybody, uh, I liked him this week. What happened to the two Iowa teammates? What happened to the Iowa teammates that loved each other, made made love, and did homework together? I don't know what happened there. Aldrick Robinson, one catch, 15 yards. And Garrett Selleck, one for 11. That was Cowboys 40, 49, 10, 10. Very sad. Very sad when you only put up 10. Who are you? I am Tony Sincata, and I am the man. And this is Fantasy Football Rewind. You? So you got to remember that. I'm not going to tell you again. Ask your daddy who I am. Seahawks 24, Giants 7. In this one, Russell Wilson, 334. I am Tony Sincata. Seahawks, 24. Giants, 7. Russell Wilson, three touchdown passes. Getting it done. He had one rush, two rushes for 10 yards also there. Thomas Rawls, 11 for 36. Eddie Lacy, 11 for 34. J.D. McKissick had three rushes for 10 yards. He also had two catches for 23 yards. Dougie Baldwin, 9 for 92 and a touchdown. Paul Richardson, 2 for 61, a touchdown. Jimmy Graham, 3 for 51 and a touchdown. He had some drops early in that game. Uh, Ty Lockett, 4 for 29. Luke Wilson, one big catch for 13. For the G-Men. Eli Manning, 19 for 39 and a touchdown. Oh, horrible. Dakwa, 9 for 35. Wayne Gallman, 5 for 15. Engram is a man among boys. This guy can really play. He's really, really changing my mind. The guy can play. 
Six catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Rudolph, three for 32. Wayne Gallman at two for 14. Olin Dockra, three for 13. Roger Lewis, one for 12. And Shane Vereen, three for two. This, like, there's not enough good running backs that I could tell you that Dockra is not playable. But he's borderline. Like, that's the problem with this team, right? This guy, as good as he is, as good as he played those last few games, he got nine carries. He did catch three balls out of the backfield, so it helps you out. It keeps the floor raised as far as he goes. But, damn, that's not good. That's tough to deal with. That's tough to make you fantasy crazy. You're going to lose your mind. Oh, you're going to lose your mind. Because the Giants just can't get it done. Even Sterling Shepard, right, when he comes back healthy, when Eli Manning's... Uh, when Eli Manning's out there and he's 19 for 39, and he's every play getting hammered, there's nothing you can do. Like T.Y. Hilton should be calling people out on the Giants' offensive line. Right? That would be nice. That would be crazy. I don't know what you would do there. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Fantasy Football Rewind. You can catch me every single night, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on the Fantasy Football News Desk. And then I follow it with this Fantasy Football Rewind. Monday nights, Fantasy First Look, Joe Galena, George Kurtz join me, 9 to 11. So Mondays are a long night of Tony Sincata. And then you also get... Uh, lineup Lock Show brought to you by com for all your DFS plays uh, during the week, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. And we do some football every night, so if you're a football fan, make sure you tune in because you can get some uh, season-long and DFS information throughout that show. Uh, I'll give you some basketball lineups if you need it for that night as well. Also, what we need you to do is if you need some fun in your life, if you need to laugh, uh, stand-up fantasy, you can subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, this uh, show out. There's two shows that just came out this weekend. One is about um, sex on the first date for all the people out dating out there. Uh, I have done some research on on sex on the first date, and I like that kind of research. I love it. Let's have some Maxwell House to that kind of research. Sex on the first date. My coffee's getting not hot. It's not bothering me. And then making America great again, one sub shop at a time. I'm tired of these corporate chains, man. The Subways, the Jimmy Johns, they're all corporate. I want the old slimy guy that used to take his hands, he didn't even have a glove on, and whip the meat on the grill. Didn't weigh it, didn't measure it. It would overfill the sub roll. There'd be grease everywhere. Those were the days. And you can get that at Stand Up Fantasy on iTunes or Google Play. And make sure that you take part in that. That's what I'm talking about, right? That is a crazy thing. Mm -mm -mm. I'm going to tell you right now. We're going to get it done. 
We're going to make it happen. And we're going to be fantasy. Fantasy darlings. Because it's only, we're coming back, right? Or if you're on a lead, you're going to get it done. Julio Jones, there are reports that he went off on somebody last night. But according to Julio, he didn't go off on anybody on the sideline or vent toward anyone. He was yelling at someone to turn the heater back on. Julio was cold. Jesus. Are you really crazy there? What the hell is going on, Julio? You gotta you gotta get it going on. I don't know, man. Le'Veon Bell had a problem with Vontez Berwick. He says my fullback got kicked in the face. That's not football to me. Bill Belichick often talks about the goal of playing complementary football with the offense and defense and special teams working together, and they probably played the best 30 minutes of complementary ball to jump out to a 17-0 halftime lead of the Falcons, and they played their best complete game of the season. Great stuff there from the New England Patriots. I was a guy that didn't believe. Stay tuned for more on the fantasy Football Radio Network. Of course, this is Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sakata. I'll be back with more after this. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sagata. We are here absolutely getting it done. We're fired up. We're talking football. Making sure you get all the information you need to be successful in 2017. Martavis Bryant Sager appears to be further from over. He wants out point blank. Wasn't happy with the workload. He got in tonight's contest. No, no, no. What happened to winning games, man? Martavis, you're a guy. Best friends. Really? That was suspended. Stop it. You let your team down. You were on drugs or whatever. 
and you couldn't get back in the NFL, and now your team's winning. They're five and two, and you're bitching and complaining. Ben Roethlisberger, 14 for 24, 224 and a touchdown. Le'Veon Bell, 35 carries, 134. Also three catches for 58. Almost went over 200 yards of combined yardage. Antonio Brown, four catches, 65 yards and a touchdown. And then he had James Smith-Schuster, two for 39 and a touchdown, which probably didn't sit well with Martavis Bryant. Martavis Bryant had one catch, three yards. I'll tell you what, if he hangs on to being a Pittsburgh Steeler, it's not going to work out there. It's not looking good. Not at all. Bengals, Andy Dalton, 17 for 30, 140. Ugh. Two touchdowns, two interceptions. A.J. Green, three catches, 41 yards. Brandon Flohell and Tyler Croft had touchdowns, four catches apiece. Joe Mixon had three catches out of backfield, 20 yards. Also ran seven for 48. Gio Benai, three for eight, four for seven. No offense whatsoever. For the Bengals against the Steelers. The Steelers look really good. They look like they're firing away on all cylinders right now as we get ready in the National Football League. Chargers and Broncos. Chargers 21 to nothing over the Denver Broncos. Travis Simeon. Uh, this is where we started looking for Paxton Lynch last year. Uh, Brock Osweiler is there. I wonder what they're going to do here. 25 for 35, 207, no touchdowns in an interception. C.J. Anderson is third game with nothing at all. 10 for 44, and that one, Devin Booker had two carries for six yards. A.J. Derby had six catches, 66 yards. Benny Fowler, five for 45, and Demarius Thomas had two for nine. He caught a 58-yard pass, but they called for a touchdown. They called it interference. Offensive interference. Hunter Henry for the Rams. Are the Rams, the Chargers, the LA, the LA team, 4 for 73. Travis Benjamin had a 42-yard catch for a touchdown. Keenan Allen played, three catches, 41 yards. And Terrell Williams, 1 for 11. Melvin Gordon only had one catch for six yards. He had 18 carries for 38. Didn't do much. Eckler had seven carries for 38. Uh, Phillip Rivers, 15 for 26, 183, and two touchdowns. Very workmanlike effort for Phillip Rivers in this one. And then the final game on Sunday, of course, when you look at it and say, hey, Tony, the Falcons only got seven points. Are you shocked by this? The New England Patriots have been absolutely crushing everybody. Hey, Offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian. Coach Dan Quinn. Hey, Matt Ryan. Hey, Julio Jones. You suck. You suck. You suck. Yes, the Atlanta Falcons suck tonight like nobody's business against the Patriots defense. That has been terrible. Matt Ryan, 23 for 33, a touchdown. Receiving Julio Jones, 9 for 99, and a touchdown. It looks better. It was uh, a final drive. Get some 
some uh, work out there. Mohamed Sanu, 6 for 65. Terrell, um, Taylor Gabriel, 2 for 24. Justin Hardy, 2 for 21. Devonta Freeman had three catches for 18 yards. He also rushed 12 times for 72 yards. Tevin Coleman, only six carries for 16 yards and no catches, was targeted once in that offense. Austin Hooper only had one catch for six yards. He was only targeted once, which shocked me because the Pages have been so bad against the tight end. The whole offense from this team shocked me at how bad they were and how poor they played. It was crazy, crazy. I got to tell you. It was insane in the membrane. Tom Brady, 249, two touchdowns for Tom Terrific. Deion Lewis was the ball carrier. 13 for 76. Red Burke, Rex Burkhardt looked good in his uh, limited play. 6 for 31, over 5 yards of carry. Mike Gillisley, 8 for 31. James White had 4 for 19, but he caught a touchdown pass, 5 for 28. There, Chris Hogan, 4 for 71 in the receiving game. Brandon Cooks, 4 six, 65 and a touchdown. He looked good. Some big plays there. Rob Gronkowski, 3 for 51. And Danny Amendola, 3 for 17. And then Burkhead and Lewis each had a catch there as the Patriots defeated the Falcons 23-7 to in a workmanlike situation in the fog in Foxborough, Massachusetts. They come up big. And the Atlanta Falcons are left scrambling. Scrambling. It's amazing, right? Patriots now 5-2, and two, half a game lead over Buffalo and Miami. Miami, as bad as they look, right? Miami's negative 20. Miami scored 92 points this year and gave up 112, and they're 4-2. and two. Now you look at the Buffalo Bills. They're 119 points for 101. They've given up. They're plus 18. The Patriots are plus 29, 195, and 166. Pittsburgh Steelers are plus 31. They're the only one in the AFC North that are plus 147 to 116. Then the Ravens are in 3 and 4. The Bengals are 2 and 4. And Cleveland, 0 oh and 7. Cleveland's a negative 66, which is not even close to the worst in the league. The Indianapolis Colts have a point differential of negative 103. People need to get fired there. They didn't get fired yet, but they've been close before. They're on their way out. The Titans and Jaguars are tied for first, but the Titans beat the Jaguars head up. Houston Texans are half a game behind. Kansas City has a two-game lead over the Broncos in the AFC West. And, of course, Philadelphia in control of the NFC East. The NFC North, you have the Vikings 5-2, and two, Green Bay 4-3. and three. Saints, half a game lead over Carolina in the NFC South. The NFC West, L.A. Rams, a half game lead over the Seattle Seahawks. I wonder if they can keep it going. You listen to Fantasy Football or Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And, of course, you get us every Monday through Friday from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. Subscribe on iTunes or in Google Play. If you can't stay up late some nights and you want to listen to the show, you got to get it delivered to your phone or to your device. Make sure you subscribe. It's Tony Sincana. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. We're back with more after this.
If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and I'll tell you what, you want to talk about something else that's got to be a problem. How about the Green Bay Packers offense? I thought they'd get away with it with Brett Hundley, but no, it was terrible. We talked about it, and here are the guys, the Roto Experts in the morning, talking about the state of the Green Bay Packers offense Right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. For the Roto Experts, happy to be with you here today talking about the Green Bay Packers and the state of their offense. Packers fell yesterday at 26-17. Corey, you said you thought the Bears yeah. was easy money yesterday. I thought the Packers were easy money yesterday. I loved the Packers in this game. They're up 14-7 at halftime. They were uh, home dogs in Green Bay yeah. against a New Orleans team that I thought people believed they were going to walk in there and just decimate them. And they were up, at, like I said, up at halftime in this game. I thought Brett Hundley was going to get into a little bit of a rhythm. And I just I read it wrong, man. That there was there was no rhythm whatsoever, Brett Hundley. And this offense, we speculated like how bad it could be. And you know there are other thoughts. Was a full week of practice. Brett Hundley could look better. He could yep. look good. None of that happened. It was as bad as you could have possibly imagined from a passing perspective. Definitely, it's not what you wanted to see from the uh, from the from the offense of the Green Bay Packers yesterday. Listen, I know in the link, Jake said, you know what, he took them all down a tier, but maybe you got to take them down in more than a tier. Jordy Nelson, uh, Randall Cobb, and what's the other boy, uh, Devontae Adams. Adams? Yeah, all of them just look, it, all of them not involved in the offense, no rhythm, no sync to the passing game. We really see that that offense, well, from one through one week. You know what I'm saying? They got, yeah. the, if I'm not mistaken, they have the bye coming up. Mm-hmm. Maybe it changes after the bye. But what we saw this week right here was something that would give you a little bit of worry if you are owner of the, a member of, if you are owner of one of the Green Bay Packer wide receivers. This is not feeling good. They drop this game on you going into the bye. They come out the bye. Let's see if maybe Hundley can get it more connection, more chemistry going with the wide receivers. That's what we had to look forward to. But right now, you can't feel good about it. Oh, he had a perfect game the other day, though. I did have a perfect game, <laughs> but not today. Not today. Hit hard early, <laughs> but early on, it was you know you had hope. He he had a rushing touchdown. Things you wanted yep. to see. It was kind of like McCarthy played scared, and they didn't want to really expand the offense here. And as you said, they had to lead at the half. So you got to hope for the best hope right now going forward is they get the bye, they open up the offense a little more, they say, look, this is what we need to do. These receivers are too talented. And right now, yeah, they all have to take a hit. I'm still going to say Devontae Adams is the one to own going forward. I'll I'll put that one out there. Over Jordy Nelson. Over, I think Jordy's a different receiver since he returned. He's more of that, you know, he's reliant on the touchdown. He was Aaron Rodgers' guy. I mean, they just had that they had that rapport that you, you just can't teach. It was there 10 years, a decade or so, playing together. So if I had to bet on somebody of the receivers, I'd bet on Adams. But, you know, right now. But I don't – and like we said, or I said kind of coming into this conversation, this is as bad as – we could have imagined, at least through one game. 
Hundley threw the ball 25 times, which is like three times the amount that Mitchell Trubisky did. <laughs> 87 yards, and they just moved nowhere. I understand that the Saints offense is – or Saints defense, rather, is, is, is really not bad. It's better than we expected. But coming up, I mean, you're facing, you're facing the Lions, which have been better than expected after the bye. You're facing the Bears in Chicago. We saw what they did to Cam Newton yesterday. Facing the Ravens at home, okay. I mean, it's going to be up and down. If you own any of these Packers – you have a right. To, you have a very, very strong right to be nervous. Like I understand. Yesterday was kind of a wait and see. I am a Devontae Adams owner. And I know most people that are listening and are watching. Like you probably own some share of a Packers wide receiver, whether it's Adams, whether it's Nelson, whether it's Cobb. You probably at some point, one of your teams, you own one of these Packers wide receivers. And I'll say this: I am no longer afraid to throw them on the bench and, and play the matchup. I would be very careful before if, if, before I start throwing them on the bench. Really? They come out of this bye. You never know what's going to happen. You have one of these cats on the bench in this body, and they come out of this body, and you, and you get the week nine, and you benching these dudes, and they come out there, and they go crazy, and one of them, and one of, and Devontae Adams put up 30-something fantasy points, you're going to be sick to your stomach with that sitting on your bench in week nine. But what it's you- too late in the season. Mm-hmm. Don't do it in week nine. I would say if, if, you, if, if week nine comes and you see, okay, still no improvement, still looks like it's going to be hit or miss, then maybe I would consider it. But to come out after this bye and put one of these dudes on the bench in week nine, you are, you are asking for it. Dude, 87 yards passing. But I'm, 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 I'm at home. I'm with Corey. You know what? It, it was, in my opinion, it was McCarthy. He really reduced that play calling. And look, Marcus Lattimore looks like a rising star. That secondary is much improved in New Orleans. But they got the bye this week. You have to think. They try and figure things out. These are talented wide receivers. I'm going to give them at least after the bye to see what happens there. And maybe that's just being optimistic. But, I mean, I want to see what are your other options, especially come week nine where there's six teams on a bye. I, I can't see how I'm going to be able to well, say if I own Devontae Adams, he's going on my bench. I'll go back I'll go back to the same example I used earlier. Would you rather – in week nine – would you start? This is week nine, and I'm really playing starter sit. I'm just saying, would you start a Green Bay Packer wide receiver? Would you start somebody like Robert Woods? I'm probably going to go a, a Green Bay wide receiver. A Green Bay Packer wide receiver. Okay. So you guys are not, the, the roof is not falling in for you when it comes I to mean, Green Bay Packers. I mean, Robert Woods is pretty much the upside is what, 15 points? Sure. Probably, you know, get Absolutely. Du- can get around that double digits, you know, catch him. I'm going to take my chances with Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson, even, even a Randall Cobb. Okay. When it comes to. The running game for Green Bay. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. We, we got a little clarity on that one, I think. We certainly did. Aaron Jones yesterday, 17 carries, 131 yards, and a 46-yard touchdown. Time Montgomery carried the ball four times. Yeah, Aaron Jones looks like the running back that you want to own in Green Bay moving forward. He may not give you much in the PPR, not really the big pass catching back that Ty Montgomery was. Maybe we see him develop that after we get through the bye week. But listen, this guy has two games over 125 yards rushing. He's touching the football. He's carrying the football no less than 13 times a game when he's been out there as a starter. He's a rock-solid RB2 moving forward even when you get past the bye weeks. Now, from what we saw yesterday, it looks like this is what they want to do with the offense. They want to pound the football with Aaron Jones, slow the game down for the kid Hundley, let him kind of play mistake-free football. And Aaron Jones is a good 22-year-old running back. Yeah, I think that's the way they're going to go with this offense. I, I, I'm upset I don't own him anywhere. Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate. I was still holding out hope for Ty Montgomery. Look, if somebody cuts him, I'm picking up Ty Montgomery. I would too. You know, but right now, when you get pretty much outrushed 17-4 to 4 in attempts, 
the pretty much the writings on the wall. Yeah. This is where they're going with. They want to have the the, the run game. Maybe is, he gets healthy over to buy with his ribs. That's maybe true that's too. It, you know, but I don't yeah. think they're going away from Aaron Jones. Yeah, maybe they expand the offense a little more come uh, week nine. But you got to feel good if you're an Aaron Jones owner, just because right now with the way this team is looking without Aaron Rodgers. I look at Green Bay, and as a Ty Montgomery owner, I'd be very, very nervous. And like, yeah, let's let's be truthful. I don't own Aaron Jones anywhere either. Like, I I, I don't want to say I believe in him, but like, he was another guy. Ty Montgomery was coming back quicker than I expected. Jamal Williams is coming back. I missed the boat. When it came to Aaron Jones, I just did not buy all in um, on him and buy well, all in the Coleman and buy all in the Latavius Murray. Look what they were saying, though. It was like, oh well, you know, he's got the broken ribs, but he could play. You know, you still know this team wants to throw the foot. The situation when we passed on Aaron Jones was much different than what it is now. I agree. If Aaron Jones was to hit the waiver wire today, this week, with no Aaron Rodgers sure. and 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 Ty Montgomery, and you know, and Ty Montgomery still nursing these rib injuries, then he would be then he would be a break the bank, go get. But Absolutely. When he came to when he came to us. It was the middle of the week. We, it wasn't, you know, if you passed, you passed. Well, and the other thing, too, like in the preseason, it was Jamal Williams yeah. who was getting 100%. those carries 100%. behind uh, Montgomery. So that looked like, you know, it wasn't like, it looked like it was setting up that way. So I, I, I can't kill, you know, if you took Aaron, Aaron Jones, maybe you had a, a thought. I, it was hard to kind of hold him to that point, too. He probably, even if you drafted him late, he was probably cut. 100%. 100%. Um, when it comes to Aaron Jones, you do what your thing. You did your thing. You can cut Jamal Williams. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Jamal Williams is yeah, useless yeah, no, now. Jamal you can, Williams should be cut a couple weeks. I ago. agree. I'm just kind of going through the state of the Packer offense. Martellus Bennett uh, had the most receiving yards for this team yesterday, uh, with a grand total of 17. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not a Marty B fan as no. far as fantasy. No, I'm, I'm personally. With the Bennett brothers and you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so there you go. That's that, that's kind of the state of the Green Bay Packers. On the other side of things, in this one, um, for New Orleans, Drew Brees threw for 330 yards. Three couple interceptions. He was kind of off yesterday. He was. I mean, look, this game. I, the reason they were trailing at the half was a couple of those crucial interceptions that he threw. But you got to like this Saints offense as a whole right now. And Drew Brees' game, I think, is a, it's, it's a different Drew Brees. You know, we've seen it over the last couple of years. It's been trending in this direction. But, you know, he's got guys like Kamara. He's got Ingram where he can dump it off. You know, Michael Thomas can pretty much do everything. And Ted Ginn Jr. is a thing right now. My bad. <laughs> I had no yeah, idea I what, that, what the was. Hell that was. I had no idea what that was. <laughs> was it some kind of ad for a race car? Oh, okay. I some buckshot was right. coming over here. So uh, we'll, we'll talk more about Ted Ginn Jr., Michael Thomas, uh, and the rest of the Saints offense when we return on the radio. Thanks so much for watching. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel for more great videos like this. We'll be right back here on the Roto Express, presented by DX Racer. You can subscribe to the Roto Experts and a lot of great shows on the Fantasy Sports Network. At YouTube, put in Fantasy Sports Network and get great, great viewing of all the videos all the time. You got 48,000 people watching right now. So make sure uh, that you go there and get all the fantasy information. We'll take a quick break, come up and wrap up Fantasy Football Rewind. Thanks for joining us tonight. It was the You Suck Edition. And man, we didn't have a lot of positives, right? Not a lot of positives. What the heck is going on here?
Not getting positive, but we're going to get positive tonight. Because we got week eight. Turning the corner. We're getting ready. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind. How about knucklehead Joe Nixon? Joe Mixon believes the Bengals need to run the football more. Despite some array of success on the ground in the first half, Mixon did not record a carry after the break. Jeremy Hill, Giovanni Bernard were mostly uninvolved. It's frustrating to us running backs, Mixon said. If it worked in the first half, why not do it in the second? Mixlone's workload had been fairly steady before the bye, and he still had the backfield in touches on Sunday. He should bounce back in a good spot against the Colts. Joe wants to be coach. Martavis Bryant expressed frustration about his role and seemed to confirm reports of a trade request on Instagram. Responding to a comment he was tagged in which rookie Juju sister is a better player. Juju is nowhere better than me, fool. All they need to do is give me what I want and y'all can have Juju and whoever else. The comment has been since deleted, but it all confirms Bryant wants out. The trade deadline is October 31st. A request to expedite Zeke Elliott's hearing has been denied. Judge Catherine Polkfilia denied the NFL's request to expedite Ezekiel Elliott's injunction hearing. The hearing will be held next Monday, October 30th, a day after the Cowboys face the Redskins. Elliott will be eligible to play in that game, but his future after that is in Judge Philia's hands. They're not going to help this week, but Alfred Morris and Derek McFadden are worth holding on until the situation shakes out. That's true. Doug Baldwin back yesterday, as we covered earlier. Nine carries, 92 yards, and a touchdown for Dougie Baldwin, a man absolutely getting it done. You guys are listening to Fantasy Football Rewind. You can also catch my other shows on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Fantasy Football News Desk, Monday through Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, also available on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher. Fantasy First Look with Joe Galena and George Kurtz every Monday night, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. You're watching that Monday night game. Turn down the volume and take a listen to us as we absolutely are getting it done. And then the DFS lineup luck show brought to you by DailyRoto.com. Also, DFS today, 10 minutes, no commercials. I just give information every day, and we get you ready for fantasy football that week and make sure you got everything you need. So make sure you tune into those shows. And, of course, if you need your break from fantasy, stand-up fantasy. 
get you a few laughs, a few chuckles, expense of others. What could be better than that? So make sure you take all that in as we absolutely get it done. We'll see you tomorrow night right here on the Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata. We are out of here.